From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. Yes, I am here. How are you? you are here. We are here. I am here. Just be here. (laughs) Just be where you are. That's all we're asking. Be here now. Non-hurried, anxious presence. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? You doing I'm all right? I'm doing really good on this kind of cloudy Monday as we're recording this. That's right. It's a great day. It is. You feel like just putting on a fire, drinking yeah. a little pumpkin spice latte. Do you do the pumpkin spice latte? I don't. I, I mentioned that again last week, too. But oh, you uh, did? No, I don't. I Wait, we talked about pumpkin spice lattes last week. Oh, maybe I was on a different podcast. I mentioned. Whoa, that. you're on another podcast. Oh, I don't want to brag. Oakland A's podcast. <laughs> I don't want to brag. Dang, that's amazing. I don't like the pumpkin stuff. Too too sugary. Yeah, I like pump these cookies called pumpkin cakeies that uh, yes. my wife and my friend Aaron and also Shannon and also like it's like a Shank family recipe. I think. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah, I like pumpkin yeah, cakes. Good. Yeah. But I don't like PSLs, as the kids say. What's that? Pumpkin oh, oh. spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> Professional seat license. No, that's what you're going to have to buy when the Oakland days move to Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, I will not be buying that. <laughs> I actually looked up uh, tickets for the UCLA Colorado Deion Sanders football game next Saturday. <laughs> Colorado and they're going Deion for, Sanders. They're going for over $100. Just to watch Deion Sanders' team lose again. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's wild. I know. That's the see. That's the cult of celebrity. Yeah. The cult of personality. Like yeah. people want to go to that because Deion Sanders is cool to them. Well, ultimately, sports is an entertainment yes. kind of business. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. It helps when the team is actually good at sports. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and then speaking of entertainment, we're one minute in, but I do want to mention you too because. Yes. You went back to the land of the desert. I did. But not just went back to another concert. This was pretty special. Dude, I'm going to give you this story. I don't know anything. We we haven't talked really. This is crazy. And I'm not going to name who this person is that I have, that is the reason of why I got to do this. Okay, listener, my entire goal, just so you know, is to get that name out of Eric. So (laughs) I will be be working on this. (laughs) I I am your defender, your advocate, (laughs) listener. Okay, keep going. There is, uh, so... Before I'd even had any of my other tickets to all these concerts, because I was like striking out on getting tickets, I had posted online uh, like a total like sob story, like Instagram story is what it was like. Just I can't believe I can't get tickets. I'm like the world's biggest fan. I'm in all the I'm in the paid fan club for like 20 years or something. And they didn't even qualify me as a verified fan on Ticketmaster to be able to for the, just the right to be in line to buy tickets virtually. And uh, so I put this sob story up and then I got a message from a person that I know that has a little bit of fame in the music industry. Would you say quasi famous? Sure. Quasi famous, very connected. Okay. So the Josh Wathen, you would know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. could be, could be Josh. Ron Rogowski. Could be Ron. Ron also is a, uh, has published some music in his career. Mike stand. Yeah. Could be Mike stand. Okay. Keep going. Anyway, but, uh, no, this person has a little more pull as much as we love those, all those guys. So he saw that also we go back like lifelong friends knew knows. I've, I've been like you two shows with him, like before he like became like quasi famous, <laughs> very uh, connected. And he said, bro, I will get you tickets name how many you want when you want them. And I will get you the VIP VIP. What an offer. Yes. I mean, that's, <laughs> I doesn't even seem real. I know. And I was just like, what? Oh my gosh. Thanks. Cause I've never asked this guy for anything. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, so anyway, I've, uh, I've, I'm trying to not like say things about him. So <laughs> just want to respect this dude's <laughs> privacy, but, um, Brandon Ronsky, really grateful. Not Brandon Ronsky. Are you just going by, uh, I know you, you're so bad. I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, and I feel like no matter who you say from now on, I'm going to say not, even if it's true. So just let that be known. So, <laughs> so I can't be a liar and get weird caught Al. in this thing. Weird Al. Not Weird Al. Okay. Maybe Weird Al. 
I would, if I knew Weird Al, I don't know, man. I think feel like my life would be a lot better. <laughs> I think all of our lives would be better if we personally were friends with Weird Al Yankovic. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, but uh, no, so so here's what was crazy. So we knew this was coming. He texted me and told me like a couple months ago because he told me this like six months ago. Then a couple months ago, he texted me again like, "Hey, bro." Just want you to know, this is still happening. Don't worry. Because he was like, you can book your hotel. And I'm like, Whoa. okay, cool. So booked a hotel room for that night. And it was decided we want four tickets. It's going to be me, my wife, B, and our two girls, Grace and Ella. Oh, so all four of us will like, go to a show together. That's cool. The whole family. We've never been all together. We've gone in. The girls have both been to a show before, but they've we've never all gone together. Because it's also like four U2 tickets is expensive, yes, dude. For sure. And so then, anyway, we... Uh, we are the morning of, I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> so like I had texted him the day before, like the day before I was just like, Hey bro, just check. I'm not sure how this works of like the getting in and kind of like trying to play dumb a little yeah. bit, which it, I am dumb. So it's yeah. like fine. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm just like waiting to hear back, blah, blah, blah. And like, so I'm like, Oh man. And you're already out in the desert. No, no, this is day before I haven't okay. driven out yet. We didn't okay. drive out till that day. Okay. But so then the morning of, he texts me and says, just still waiting on a confirmation from somebody, you know? And I'm like, oh man, what in the world? And so I'm like, well, we get in the car and it is not till halfway driving out to Vegas. <laughs> do I get a text from him? Um, that's like, Hey, you should be getting stuff on your phone soon. And then I, I get another text that's like from Ticketmaster or whatever that oh. is like, these tickets are dropped it. Cause he'd asked for my email address okay. earlier. These, these are dropped into your Ticketmaster account. Whoa. And I looked and it said lower suite. <gasps> and I was like, Ooh, but I actually don't know what this means. And I can't even like figure out how to look up. I couldn't even like yeah. look up suites and stuff at it's like, also new at the sphere, right? It's also new at the sphere. The sphere's out. crazy. And you can't just like go buy a suite like <laughs> online. You have to like call a person uh -huh. and like, you know, cause it's like, you probably have a lot of money if you're buying a suite. Right. So they want somebody to be helping you yeah. and stuff like that. So then, um, we so then we like show up, we go like check into our, our hotel, go over to the walk over to the show to the sphere thing, and it says go to the VIP West entry. Uh -huh. So we're like, all right, we walk up to the VIP West entry and I show them my phone and they're like, Oh, sir, please come oh. right this way to this counter. Whoa. And they like walk us over to this counter and they give us all these wristbands that say like suite level access. Whoa. And then um they're like, Oh, and and Jonathan here will guide you to your suite, you know, <laughs> Mr. Wakeling. And so they take you to like a special elevator that no one else can go on. And then, uh, cause it's like crazy everywhere else outside is like thousands of people waiting in line. Yes. These giant escalators, like hundreds of people just slammed on these escalators, yes. like just crazy chaos everywhere else. And we just get taken into an area that has like no people and it's just all peaceful and nice. And you kind of like look out at everyone else. And then this person walks us to the suite and it is the like. It's insane how, first of all, like how close it is to the stage. Like it feels I saw very a photo, close to the yeah, stage. It felt yes. like you could see like sweat coming off. Yeah, of the... you could totally see them. It's between the 100 and 200 levels, which is like pretty awesome. And then they take you in the suite and like you guys, maybe some of you out there have like ever lived this life before. And I've, I've been to like an angels game in a suite as like some sort of promotion to some, to like pastors or something like that. Uh, but I've like never really lived this life, uh, like in the way that this was, this was wild. Especially like, to your favorite, band. to my favorite band of all time, psycho fan. And they take us into the suite and it's like, cause everything's just so brand new. And then there's this, like this woman in there that's like your attendant for the entire time. You can have anything you want to eat or drink. Basically it's all there and has its own little private bathroom in there. Cause it's like not the nasty, you know, just like <laughs> any of these event bathrooms are yes. gross, whatever you have your own thing. And then just like has like three rows of seats as they all do in front. And it was all cushy and comfy though. And like nice, you know, compared to the everywhere else. And we were like, the, we were there like an hour before the show uh -huh. and we were like the only ones in there. Uh huh. And, like nobody else really came in until about 10 minutes before the show. All of a sudden, like 25 so more So give us some example in. of like foods they had. Okay. So the food was like little like sliders that were kind of like fancy sliders. There was chicken skewers. There was wings. There was flatbreads. There was like all a bunch of desserts. There's popcorn. There was like some other kind of like 
snack mix stuff. Wow. Um, for those that would want it, it was like a full open, like a full bar, full everything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all the sodas of the world, whatever. It was just like, yeah. So I don't know, that kind of stuff. It was cool. Wow. So it was like a little nicer than just like hot dogs or whatever. Yes. But it was like, it was just cool. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, dang, this is amazing. You know, and so now we're all like, oh, are we spoiled? We can't like, you, know. <laughs> you can never no, go we, back. We yeah. wish we could never go back. But right. like, and yeah, and there's the show is so good. There was this one moment where we were all like in the front to B and I and, and the girls were like in the front of the the suite for the show. So the very front row of it. So like leaning over a railing, you know, you got nobody in front of yes. you, that kind of thing. And just like being able to like be right there and into it all. And all the other people came in were they were cool. They were nice. I guess it was like <laughs> it was like the suite owned by Live Nation, like uh-huh. Ticketmaster. <laughs> <laughs> And so all these people that are kind of like industry people came in, that right? Like business, more like industry businessy people. Wow. Like I was talking to this one guy that had an English accent. And I was like, oh, like, where do you live? You know? And he's like, um, my name's Brian Eno. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But he's like the guy that he's like, well, I used to live in Birmingham, but now I live out here. I basically do all the pr- concert promotions for Live Nation in Las Vegas. Wow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, uh, and then he said, yeah, I moved out to, I moved to America in the mid seventies when I came out to promote Pink Floyd's tour, you know, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, well, that was crazy. So just uh, legends. Yeah. He's like, do you want to come to the Wu-Tang Clan concert tomorrow night? And I was like, not really, but cool. Thanks. You know, but anyway, it was just funny. Uh, so it was just like, cool. Like yeah. talking to him and it's just like full pastor moment too. Cause like, right. Uh, so I'm chatting with these people, this, and then with this guy for a while. And then it's like, it's always like, this is what happens with us. Where then somebody's like, so what do you do? Yeah. He's actually, he goes like, so what do you do? Are you in the industry too? What do you, uh, and I'm like, nope, not really. Um, but I'm a pastor of a church and yeah. he's like, and you kind of wait for the, like, are they going to shut down? Yeah. Or like the opposite was like what I ended up getting all of a sudden, this guy's just like sharing everything about his life with me he started Whoa. crying like Whoa. we started like i don't know it was a while wait time out yeah <laughs> was this like in the middle of the concert no 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 no, no, no. this okay. is before okay. i did not talk to anyone during the concert <laughs> yeah no 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 interruptions but uh no this was all before so he wow. came th- this one couple came in like a half hour before uh-huh. the show and then uh-huh. everybody else came in like 10 minutes before the show okay um and so yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of cool. Just had a nice chat with this guy. Awesome. But you see where even like just people are hungry for yeah, like for conversation. For and, sure. And then Bono like refer- had this one moment in the concert where Bono like refers to like this is like our um, like he's like he was talking about Vegas and talking about like wedding chapels. And he's like, so you could think we're just in the sphere, but, or you could think of this as a cathedral. Uh, and, uh, and I look back at the guy and I was like, give him a little fist pump. And he's like, yeah, the guy was all like, yeah, uh, it was just kind of cute. Yeah. You know? So, um, but then, so the concert's going it's awesome. This is the third time I've seen this, sh- this show. Yes. And I'm like telling you, dude, I'm just like equally as pumped up as I was the first night wow. for every single second of it. And that's fun to be with your family too. Well, no, no, that's like, that's because that's the next part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause then we're like with the family and then they start playing one, which is a very famous U2 song. Um, it's a kind of more of a ballad if people don't know. And we're like arm in arm, me uh, and my wife and my girls are kind of like that swaying with yeah. our arms around like back and forth. And then I just started getting like totally emotional. Uh, and then, and then, uh, and then I hear like Grace go to Ella. She goes, Dad's crying. Dad's crying. <laughs> <laughs> like at first they were like, oh no. And it was like, oh no, no. This is dad's dad's like as happy yeah. as it's like basically happy as happy as it gets yes, right now. You know, I was sure. just all stoked. Yeah. Aww. So yeah, it was a great night. That's awesome. I know, super cool. So hook up. What a what a blessing. You know, since this job is so humbling when people do stuff like, hey, we just want to bless yeah. you as my friend or yep. Totally. Just someone that wouldn't never get this opportunity. So I just want to let you experience this. Like how cool of your buddy to do yeah, that. Yeah. It was super cool. So Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Can you imagine if I was <laughs> friends with Eddie Vedder? No, it's not Eddie Vedder. Although that'd be amazing too. So nope, not Eddie Vedder. Uh, but uh, super grateful for, yeah, mm-hmm. for this guy. It's also just kind of funny because yeah, there's this one friend of mine that does some kind of famousy things that it's just like, so crazy to like watch that sort of like process yeah you know somebody that like we played in like youth group band together yes you know kind of yeah. thing <laughs> <And> so <Yeah. laughs> he went on to uh, 
play some uh, better music than what we were playing at the time. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so anyway, that was my weekend. How well, was how was your weekend? Nothing like that. <laughs> so happy for you. So happy Thanks, for your dude. fam. That's so yeah, cool. no, a memory of lifetime memory. Um, yeah, we went to Friday night, and my son and I helped out a fundraiser uh, for his uh, school. So we did that. <laughs> In Irvine, and then Saturday night we were at the Calvary Christian School fundraiser. Oh, your school fundraiser it was guy. fundraiser weekend. So Nicole, <laughs> Nicole Boyce and her team did an awesome job. Yeah, I really uh, heard with great that. Things. Yeah, it was a Hawaiian luau. We have actually our librarian uh, Rosanna is um, that's like what she grew up doing was dancing in Hawaiian. I don't know what you call it, dancing hula. Hula? Yeah, I guess it's the official title, right? I was trying to think there's like, a, like another name for there it. There might be. But uh, her and her husband are like basically professionals and they did this like full I dance didn't know thing that. and it was awesome. So that's cool. I didn't know. He that actually she does did that. fire too. What? And he was telling me every time he does fire, he gets burned. Like it's like, oh, it's just what do you do? You don't you never not you don't ever not get burned. What? When you're doing the fire. That's crazy. So next time you're at a luau and you see the fire guy, he he's giving it all for you. So Wow. So. Does that mean the fire eater guy is also getting burned? That's a great question. Probably, because that sounds terrible. Yeah, when you I see those people yes. doing that, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do you ever, when you were a kid, like you'd put your finger in the candle? Oh yeah, like you'd go th- through, like yeah. yeah, and it's like you have to slow down <laughs> until you can't. Oh no! Uh, too my slow. mom would get driven crazy because all of us kids would be like, boop, 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 yeah. boop, boop. like, stop it, or the like whole thing where you like. Like lick your fingers yes. and then put it out. Like, yes. Yeah, that whole yes. thing was all that scared me. I remember. I kind of like feel like I can remember the first time doing that. You know what like, the worst are, know. by the way, are those candles that they developed like maybe five, ten years ago. It's the ones that relight. It's like oh. it burns. Happy birthday to you. You blow it out and it's like <laughs> and then no, it starts I had again. Those when I was a kid, people did that to me when I was a kid. Oh really? Yeah, I think okay. it's been around. Maybe I just grew Maybe up in you NorCal. Have, they didn't have stuff like that. I mean, that. yeah. Technology <laughs> makes its way to like the other parts. It's true. Starts in LA. Kind of it's history. true. That's so that was true. pre-Silicon Valley. It was very, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, but I remember getting those and I get so mad. Yes. Mm. Like, this isn't funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just stop it. It not being funny is, uh, the, is, is the funniest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. So listener, how was your weekend? It was good. Thanks. I listened to the podcast 40 times over. <laughs> Why isn't Aaron here? <laughs> exactly. We tried to get, I tried to get Jordan Crandon to come on the podcast just now. Oh, yeah. He our, wouldn't come on. Our producer, editor extraordinaire. Yeah. He was uh, walking down the hall, which he's like part time here. So it's like, I don't necessarily see him. Yeah. All the citing time. a Jordan special. Yeah. And so Jordan was walking down the hall. I'm like, oh, come on the podcast right now. And he just kind of changed the subject. So Jordan, can you timestamp this Jordan, the Jordan moment? Yeah. The Jordan moment. Jordan said something Post some crazy on social media this weekend. I know, dude. Jordan said uh, his awesome wife, um, they posted our first time ever at Balboa. Balboa Island. Balboa Island in Newport. Isn't that He's grown up here his whole life in Orange County. It's not that far. It's not that far. And it's awesome. Yes. Yeah, that's, and I saw the pictures. They they went on the ferry. Yeah, they did the whole deal. They did the first rate. Uh, you know, yeah. visit to Balboa. Yeah, they did like the tourist version. Is there a place? <laughs> yeah, is there a place in Orange County that you've never been? Like surprisingly, never been like that. Uh, I'm trying to think of my own life. Uh, I know it's hard. I'm trying to think too. Uh, I've never been to that um, Sherman Gardens in <laughs> Corona Del Mar. <laughs> neither, Does that count? neither have I. <laughs> I'd like to hear from a listener if anyone's been there. Actually, oh, Josh Simpson loves that place. Yeah, too. he does. I think they took like their family team. They did like a little day away there or something. Okay. But yeah, I know, I know. I'm uh, trying to think. There's anywhere here in Orange County I've just never been. Better, anything better than Sherman's Gardens? Uh, Sherman's uh, backyard. <laughs> John, John Sherman. Sherman. John Sherman. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is riveting radio. All right, but, I guess um, I should move on. <laughs> I know. I feel like there's. Have you been to Discovery Science Center? You and it's right next to your house. Oh yeah. So okay, if okay. you don't know, if you're a resident of Santa Ana, you get to go to Discovery Science Center for free. Seriously. The first Monday of every month. Oh. So we've done that before. So tell me this, because I always think these like free day things are a scam because it's super crowded on that day and it sucks. You are correct. Oh, I mean, I shouldn't have said that, but whatever. <laughs> Can you can you do the beep? Um, okay. uh, yeah, you are completely right. Oh, okay, okay. It's terrible. I know because I get scared of those free days. Like I think that sounds really cool. To like, yes. Oh, the zoo's for free, but then there's no. ten thousand people or whatever. Exactly. So, all right. Well, exactly. I'm glad that you still get to do that though, if you want. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, 
Here we go. So today on the pod, we are going to talk a little bit about um, Parable of the Soils. Yes. And we also have a few more questions from our listener mailbag from last week. We'll reach into that bag, mm-hmm. pull out some pull questions. Pull out the dregs. <laughs> pull out the bottom. The, the rejects from last week. But uh, <laughs> we're, we're t- <laughs> Yes. No, I mean, they were just randomly chosen for the most part last week anyways. But um, yeah, we'll talk about a couple. We won't do too long of a mailbag segment, okay. but we'll see. I think we're going to try to keep the pod a little shorter today. We'll see. Yeah, I got places to go. Whoa. Important stuff. Sherman Gardens. Very important things to do today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Matt Doan, first of all, yes. Karen Kovechi crushed on reading the passage. Yes. She is Flowers from the Thicket, I think is what it's called. Yes. I always feel like I'm saying the prepositions possibly wrong. It's possibly wrong right now. Yes. Flowers. In the thicket? In the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the By a thicket. It's like the it's near, like the soils. Sort of near the flowers thicket. Flowers on the thicket. Yeah. B- beside the thicket. Yeah. In the, no, flowers so, from the thicket. Yeah, it's so cool. So she developed this whole thing kind of quasi post retirement. Mm-hmm. But it was really based on a challenge that you gave. So to do something um that would be life giving for you and that you could serve others with. Oh my goodness. Do you know this? I feel like I, I feel like I've heard this, but for some reason I'm like having a blank out moment. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I'm i blanking on the actual Sunday that it was yeah. and the theming, but there was some or challenge you gave <laughs> of, it's like, okay, take, it's like, um, review your assets, review the things that you oh, yeah. love, that you're passionate about, yeah, your skills. or things that you can yeah. give away, and then how could you use that for God's kingdom? And so that was literally what started this whole thing for her, is hmm. that she developed, she had some land in her backyard. She developed this garden and then began blessing people mm. with, hey, come over to my garden. You've been having a hard time. Pick out some flowers for yourself. Or I'm going to deliver something to you. Oh, yeah. And it's like a flowers. Yes. Yes. Hence the name. Right. But yes. like it's like what you'd make a bouquet of flowers out of sure. kind of garden, which yeah. is cool. That's kind of different. But it's know? developed to all kinds. I mean, some flowers. I've been back there. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, so super cool. anyways, yeah, that was based on cool. an encouragement challenge that you gave a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, a few years ago. So that's. That was cool to have her. And I did you. Uh, so it was kind of fun because I like surprised kinda, her kind of surprised and tricked. Were her. you planning on that or was that spontaneous? Uh, I thought about it like it wasn't spontaneous in the very moment, but yeah. I thought about it like later like, okay. over the weekend. You're going to be careful with this because we're going to have no one wanting to read anymore because they're going to be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be put on the spot. So, yeah. So here's my disclaimer to everyone. So don't be afraid, because the reason I was willing to do that to Carolyn is because she has been on a stage and spoken so many times. She's yes. the, she's the former mayor of Orange. Yes. She's like involved in public forums right. all the time that are a thousand times more difficult and yes. like probably like stress inducing than me asking her one question about her yes. hobby. I have to be I am <laughs> I'm so in awe too of just places that she's been in this realm. Yeah. But like I remember her getting up at the OC mayor's prayer breakfast with like a thousand people there. And again, yeah. it's called the prayer breakfast. So you'd expect some spiritual conversation, mm-hmm. but as a mayor in this culture, there's a risk in standing up and just mm. proclaiming the name of Jesus. And I saw her do that year after year. It's just so cool. Like, yeah. Just Are you bowl- talking about the orange? Yeah. I said orange County. I'm saying orange. Prayer breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes, the okay, orange okay. Prayer breakfast. But just her boldness yet winsomeness in those yeah, arenas is just right. so cool. I really remember when she did that and she had Jackie Slater as the speaker. Yes, that was a great and one. She spoke and Jackie spoke and they both like were like proclaiming the gospel. Yes. And it was like amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was a proud Calvary moment. For sure. That was so cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so she did great. And it was cool because she had the question I asked her to, by the way, the other behind the scene thing is something she had just told me <laughs> like the answer to like 10, like maybe 30 minutes before. Right. So I knew it was like on the top of her uh, mind. And, uh, yeah, it's just really cool. That's just like the most important thing uh-huh. is the quality of the soil, the, yes. the state of the soil, yes. uh, when it comes for her garden. And mm-hmm. so she even was telling me how, like she, she says, people like ask, like, how do I get flowers that are as good as yours? She's like, get a soil study. Hmm. So this is interesting. So this is a little more than what mm-hmm. I said on Sunday. Mm-hmm. She said, get a soil study and like understand what your soil needs to be better. And it's like, huh. that might actually cost a little money, but it's the best investment if you're trying to like. Yeah, really have a good like for her. It's like it's not just like her bushes and like plants and stuff that she has like right. in, her, in her backyard. It's like 
a business. It's a, mm-hmm. it's something she really is passionate about. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think that's pretty cool. That is. Um, so yeah, so we, we need like the soil study of our hearts. <laughs> Whoa. Right. That's yeah. That's a good like, way to say it. Yeah. We could have called it. So that's really what Jesus is doing here. It's like take a soil study of your heart. Yeah. So. Examine. How do you feel about doing these, um, as, okay, let's go behind this pastor mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause this is one of those sermons that's kind of like, I don't know. There's a lot of sermons on this passage. There is. And so I always, I'm like a little bit like, Oof, okay. Yes. Um, I want to like go in a unique, not like, see, I never want to go unique because mm-hmm. there's like one meaning, mm-hmm. right? So you should like, but I want to go, I want it to be memorable or I want it to be in a way that maybe they just haven't completely thought that way before yeah. without being like, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they toss the seminary. It's, it's there's one meaning, multiple applications. Yes. And so there's the idea of like, okay, let's get to the core of what Jesus is saying here. Yep. Uh, by doing some good study of the text, um, good exegete of the text. But then maybe there's a unique application to me or yeah. to this group of people that maybe others haven't thought of before, yeah. or the people I'm I'm serving with this message haven't thought of before. Yeah. I think that's yeah. That's there's always a challenge next. We're coming up. We're coming up some very famous well-known yeah. passages in the gospel of Luke. So this last Sunday we were in eight, Luke eight, three through 15, no, four through 15. And then mm-hmm. we're coming up when we get to 10, obviously there's the good Samaritan story, mm-hmm. the lost coin, lost sheep story. I'm sorry. That's Luke 15, 10 is, yeah. Uh, yeah, Luke 15 is coming up. Luke 10 is the good Samaritan. Um, yes. Okay. I messed that up. Oh, um, you're saying it right. Yeah, I said yeah, it right. Yeah. I said it right. Um, but those are stories that we've heard yeah. growing up. If you were around the church yeah. or that you've known um, when, since you've been a believer and, so yeah, it's like, what do we do with those passages yeah. to give new insight or to new application, right? Yeah. Even a couple of weeks, it's like Jesus calms the storm. Yeah. Week after that, it's like where he casts the demons into those pigs. Right. You know, like these are kind of famous stories that people preach on. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, it's kind of cool because even this, this coming Sunday, I'm doing one that's like not quite as often. Uh-huh. It's like, it's the lamp and mm-hmm. you don't, you, you hide the lamp, uh, you know, under your bed or under right. a bushel or under a basket. No, no. I'm going to let it shine. And there's actually kind of interestingly, there's like three or four different passages. There's like Uh at least three different passages where he says like, would you just, would you hide a lamp? Yeah. Would you hide a light? Right. And uh, it's, it's very interesting. I'm going to talk about all those, but it's good. Like it's got, that one is like the less known, the better. It's like our whole number series, Mm -hmm. the less known, like everything was like gold. I felt like with numbers, I was like, what, this is in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And 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 there's a challenge in that too. Yeah. Because it's introducing a brand new story scenario to somebody and kind of having to take the time to walk through it. Mm-hmm. The good news is like on the soil one, the people are like, Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of know what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. This it's, it's funny because I feel like at some level we spend 30 minutes or whatever, talking about something that's sort of the point. This is like me, like am I criticizing myself, huh. but sort of the point that Jesus is trying to make is actually really, really, really simple. Yeah. Um, now we like try to dig in and there's lot, there's, there's so much meat in there yeah. at the same time, but it's like really Jesus is just going like, Hey guys, this would be dumb. Like if you <laughs> threw seeds on a sidewalk, right? <laughs> no, nah, you don't do that. Yeah. Like what? That would be absurd. That's like, just like, you know, just leaving the seed, you know, like for just not doing anything and letting the enemy come and attack it or yeah. whatever. And like then throw it in the rocks. Nah, you would never do that. Right. That's, that's just like crazy talk. And so that's just like letting temptation get you, yeah. you know. So anyway, that's uh, and so on. Do you wonder too, like depending on your context of where people are at, like if you are giving this message, let's say in sub-Saharan Africa, where the majority of people are farmers or mm-hmm. planters. I wonder if they would have even a different insight into this passage versus us living in suburba, suburbia, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Southern California. Um, even that even affects probably how long you spend in the passage or things like that too, right? Yeah, it's interesting. I know. I almost wonder if it's like, hey, we need to talk about this a little more because it's not as blatantly obvious how like uh-huh. absurd it is or uh-huh. something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's either that or it's like, okay, you get the basic meaning of it, but a farmer will be like, oh, no, but there's this subsoil that you got to use. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's even like. Yeah, exactly. It goes either way. Like the soil study thing, even like right. from Carolyn. It's right. Like, Ooh, yeah. That's actually the most important. I really get that. I yes. really should be examining my soil. So yes. if he's saying this is 
my response is my soil. Yeah. You know, so. All right. Let me show you where I took notes on this week. Ooh. I, I didn't bring my normal journal or my yellow pad of paper that I had last week. So I know the listeners not going to be able to see this, but I actually took one of the tithing envelopes. Oh, nice. And that's a classic place for some notes to be passed. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yes. <laughs> you have never passed notes in church? I don't know. I don't. I, I, I'm trying to think when the okay. last time I would have done think that. Think about sitting in church. Let's go back. Okay. Go back to where you weren't like uh, at a kind of boss level. Okay? Right. You're kind of like that boss level here at Calvary now. Sure. And <laughs> <laughs> You're not the boss of me. Like, um, so, no, no, no. Don't move on yet. I can see you looking at your little paper. But think about, like, sitting uh, with Marie. Yeah. You're sitting with Marie. You're sitting in service. And you're like, man, we did. Because didn't we used to do youth ministry, like, first service? Yes. And then second service was, like, elevation or whatever. Yes. And so then you'd be sitting in elevation. Mm -hmm. You know, Josh Matlock's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And I love that you decided to do Josh. <laughs> and he's just going on and on. And you're just passing, like you got the bulletin in your hands because we had the weekly bulletin for every single person. Yes, you would. Holding it in your hands. You're taking your little notes. And then I'd, I'd, I'd write like three restaurant names. You know, you're like Avila's, Nikki's, Indian Cuisine, or Off the Boat, or whatever. You know, and you have little, and then you put little boxes next to each one. Check which check, one? Check one, then you pass it to the wife. Will you go with me to homecoming yeah. or not? Yeah. <laughs> yes or no? Yeah, we'd kind of pass that back and forth. Oh, that's funny. I know, I know, I know. I can't, I don't think Marie and I have ever done that particular one, but... We have like circled stuff like this is for me or this is for you. Or, this is for somebody else. Like, <laughs> That's funny. like within the passage, um, uh, Jim Burns, one of your mentors did something that apparently I've never forgotten. He like mm -hmm. passed out this like outline that he was mm -hmm. going to go over. But then at the bottom, he just left the spot like for random thoughts or your grocery list or yeah. things like that. And I thought that was like so creative. I've done that actually in meetings before where it's like that's, maybe that's something fun. pops in your head that has nothing to do with anything we're talking about here, but yep. you just need to record yep. it. Get it out. Yeah. Get it out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like a big to like whenever there's like a handout of some sort, uh -huh. I'm filling in all the, the letters that are an O or a P, <laughs> you know, like the ones that have like where you could fill in the circle of it, like yeah. on a P or an O or something like that. And then I'm just like, shading in that entire thing on like every <laughs> single letter i don't know i need to like there's something about the way my mind works it's, it helps if, me to have a little movement a little adhd well, yeah i was gonna say i wonder if dr bettenhauser dr bergstrom might be able to do a little test with you yeah maybe maybe mm -hmm. uh yeah no i'm, I'm good <laughs> i'm gonna give you three numbers three nine seventy one mm -hmm. okay repeat those numbers back to three, me three nine seventy one <laughs> Definitely, definitely, definitely uh, three nights if you want toothpicks. Okay. Uh, all right. So go ahead with so, your, yeah, three, you got your notes page. Three aspects to the fertile soil. Let's mm -hmm. jumping right to that. Okay. Um, in this passage of Luke 8, hear the word. I love what the passage says in the NLT too, with a good and an honest heart. <laughs> yeah. And then hold fast to the word mm -hmm. or, or I'm sorry, hear the word with a good and honest heart, hold fast to the word and then bear fruit with patience and perseverance. It was cool. In my little section, I was sitting kind of in the back, Marie and I, uh, not passing notes, but when you said, bear fruit with patience and perseverance, someone near us went, amen. Like, uh, just something good. they're probably wrestling with. Like, yeah. oh, I just need to, like, yeah. be patient and persevere in this mm. fruit-bearing business. That's good. Um, but, yeah, yeah, when you want to walk us through a little bit of that again, just what... I mean, that's like, yeah, that's the core. Like, that's where it comes down to the good. Because you've got, like, these three bad illustrations, mm -hmm. and then he gives you this one good one. This mm -hmm. is where, when it gets in, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that, yeah, I don't know. I tried to talk about, like, the honest and good heart. Like, so, what does it mean? Because that's like, oh, am I just supposed to be a good person or something, yeah. you know? So, yeah. I like the idea of thinking about, like, honest is fully real with god like so yeah. you're just fully open you're fully transparent mm -hmm. it's kind of david in the psalms whatever mm -hmm. like that kind of thing like and also you're not trying to fake it mm -hmm. you're, you're just real like okay so take this in receive his message with with what's really going on you're not trying to even again like back to that simon magus guy in acts 8 where he's this sorcerer that's like trying to it's not his honest heart it's a it's a heart that's trying to get something get a power for himself right uh, and he's like interested because of like w the advantages it can give him and, but he's not being honest about the state of his heart. Mm -hmm. Um, he's not even thinking about the state of his heart. Yeah. 
And so that's where you can see some people who might be, you know, this is hard. I'm not going to obviously not going to name names even in like the celebrity world or something, mm. but just like the kind of person that, you know, doesn't care about themselves, like being impacted or changed. All they care about is what it can get them and what they're trying to yeah. do. Yeah. You know, it's like the old, it's like sort of like the worst that could be in a politician or in a famous movie star, like all those kind of like worst things that, right. that are also in us. But yeah. like are easier to see and kind yeah, of like the, sure. st the stereotypes of those things, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Um, anyway, no, I think it's a good encouragement. I actually wrote at our pastor retreat two weeks ago. We had like a little time of silence and solitude, and I wrote in my journal something that when I wrote it out, I literally wrote underneath it, "Ooh, this is like painful." <laughs> yeah. To even see that I wrote this, yeah, because I was just expressing some disappointment with God mm -hmm. and um, about some a situation, and it's like, "Ooh." It even looks more brutal writing it out. Yeah. But I really believe that God was wanting to work with me and deal mm. with me in that. And he did in like mm. a really beautiful and healing way. Dang. Once I actually like wrote it out and was honest with that. Right. Yeah. So I'm sorry, I'm not getting very specific on that, but it's just, no, of course I think not. that's encouragement for all of us of like, man, don't just bring your, what you think you want your heart to be. Yes. Bring who you really are. And I think that should and, and can be freeing for people in the sense of like, you, when you pray, you don't have to prepare some speech for God. Hmm. Like you don't have to like make it fancy. You don't have to make oh, it perfect. Oh, thou goddess. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love how like the one guy that tries to, you know, to prepare a speech is like the prodigal son, right? Uh, he tries to prepare a whole speech for yeah. quote unquote God, the father in the story. And the father's just like, doesn't even listen to his speech. He's just, let me hug you. Whoa. That, you know? That's going to preach. Yeah. Write that down. I right got to look at like, uh. I gotta look at Luke 15. Who, who, give, who <laughs> I don't we, know. I claim it. I to? claim it. If you haven't given it out yet, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that right there. Timestamp that, Jordan. No way, man. No way. We're gonna we're gonna solve this actually. Like right now. I don't even know if I have this. Have Luke 15 done yet? Nope. It only goes. So Calvary Church friends, November 10th, 2024. Mark your calendar. We are in Luke 14. <laughs> 25 to 35 so which is more than a year from cost, now um, cost of discipleship so luke 15 is probably going to be like january 2025 <gasps> wow <laughs> what will our lives be like here at calvary in 2025 know. who knows man maybe we'll be like uh in the new heaven new yeah. earth. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looking like it <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> oh man so yeah, so have a good honest heart. Hold fast oh, yeah. to the hold word. Fast. I like hold fast. Yeah. I feel like I didn't get to spend enough time or should, should, I could have spent more time. But yes. just that concept, just like hold tight. Mm -hmm. It's like you mm -hmm. know, just grip onto him. That's what you could end your emails if you do this. You could end your emails with in his grip. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great book. <laughs> you know, I used to try to copy that when I was trying to have like a spiritual like um, salutation salutation at the end of my emails. Like yeah. I, I had a friend that did in his grip. Mm -hmm. And so I used to copy that for a while. <laughs> I think I remember that. So I know it's kind of embarrassing. But now I do just may the Lord bless you and keep you. Oh, do you? Comma. Enter, enter, Eric. Now that's for like fancier emails, I okay. guess. But for just a regular email, I just say Eric. You don't write that on the notes that you pass to be in the middle of church when I'm speaking. Like, yeah, yeah. where do you want to go? May the Lord bless you. I mean, you I definitely you. do that in church, <laughs> like on my notes to be. And now it's like, yeah, it's not even about that. It's just we just pass little love notes to each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So cling tightly. And then the patience thing. Patience yes. is huge. Patient, perseverance, like. I think it's one of the hardest things for us to actually do. And it's kind of an interesting concept with this soil, because that means you need to just like kind of wait on the Lord and mm -hmm. be just receptive to his message and not expect like something for yourself instantly. Right. I should have like do this podcast like before. We... I know it would help talking it out. <laughs> I know I wrote, I wrote on my little tithing uh, envelope, you know, just our roles, obviously just to allow the seed to grow and our part be planted in within our heart. Yeah. But then obviously it's God's role to grow. And you said something like that on Sunday. It's yeah, like the miracle. Of uh, but sometimes that growth happens one step forward, two steps back or just slower than we want. I remember one of my kids, I think there was a project at their school where they had to like bring home like a little um, plant and water it every day. And then mark how long and mm -hmm. growing over those first few days, like them being frustrated, like, ah, nothing's happening. Yes. And then all of a sudden I was like, Boop. yes, yeah, like a little clover. Have you ever done the, um, the avocado seed thing? No. Yeah. That's like, took a while too. I was huh. just like, Ugh, can we hurry up with this? <laughs> <laughs> 
but we're fast food culture, man. We are. You know, like yes. grief, everything is instant. Yes. So you, and I think about that with like knowledge, even like how many times that you're just in a conversation with somebody and you can't think of something and then you're like, I'll just look it up. And then like, you can just know something like instantly. I know. I know. We don't think, I know, you know, cause you can just look it up. Yeah. You, you don't have to remember anything anymore. <laughs> That's what makes it's this amazing. podcast so difficult. We're yeah. doing it yeah, I know. sans Google. I know. It's true, man. It's true. It's it's tough. Uh, you see what I said? Sans Google. Oh, no. Kind of reminds me of comic sans. I know. You the guys, world's greatest font. Do you guys know this about Matt Doan? That his liter- literally his favorite font is comic sans, and it makes every I'm graphic designer die. So this has been pretty cool, just back to pop culture. Um so uh, the band Creed has had a revitalization oh, in yes. uh, the baseball playoffs this year. Yes, I've so the heard Texas about Rangers are like playing a Creed song in the middle of the game, and Creed actually came to the game <laughs> in Texas. And so I think it's time to bring back Comic Sans. Let's. I mean, it sounds start like, a revolution. Yeah, it sounds kind of like hipster almost. Like, yeah, you know, it's like cool to be uncool yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Anyway. Do you think you'll do papyrus also? Oh, I love papyrus. Oh, okay. It's a great font. So you need to start making stuff with both. <laughs> like a header with papyrus and then, or every other letter. Well, that was my issue. I used to do like a little newsletter I would create when I was the young, young adult pastor here in our awesome graphic arts team. I'd be like, no, you can't mix fonts. Anyway. Um, so yeah, you have, those are the three aspects of fertile, good soil. Yeah. Um, did talk about distractions too. Oh boy, here we go. Things that distract us um, in the midst of all of that. And yeah, why don't you you share something that happened in the middle of the sermon? Well, first tell me what you experienced as a congregant. So I saw you kind (laughs) of chuckle, but I didn't quite make the connection that someone was making you laugh. Okay. I thought you were laughing about your point. Like, (laughs) that was a good point. No, I know. It's so embarrassing. Funny. Oh boy. But yeah, what, (laughs) what actually was happening? So, well, no, I did. I said more than that. I said somebody got me. Easy stop. Uh, so, <laughs> like, I'm sitting there preaching. And the thing you guys have to understand, I think we've talked about this before, but like, we have about three sort of voices going through our head while we're preaching. We have the saying what you're actually saying. Uh-huh. Then you have the trying to keep track of what you're going to say next. Okay. Then you're trying to think about clicking the clicker and stuff like <laughs> like doing the slides at the right timing. Okay. And then you're thinking about how's the audience connecting with me. That was four voices, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go to like six probably because then <laughs> you go to five and you're just like sometimes your mind will think about which box should I check for where am I going to go to lunch. <laughs> and even when you're on stage, you never know what could happen. But you'll just uh, or you'll just see the funny things that are happening in the audience or or the disconcerting things that are happening in the audience. Like sometimes somebody will just get up to walk out and they're just getting up to go to the bathroom sure. or something, but it feels like a <laughs> objection. <laughs> like you'll say something and then they'll just stand up and walk out and you're like, Oh, uh, did they just like <laughs> walk out on this? Like, were they mad or are they just going to the bathroom? So it's hard to tell if it's a objection walkout right. or a bathroom walkout. Right. So just go ahead and like, just be like, just bathroom. <laughs> just like, just, just wave to me and be like, it's, you know what we need bathroom. We need those big, <laughs> we need those big bathroom. Like, you know, when you go to a gas station and you're like, can I use your bathroom? And they're like, here's the key. And it's like attached to a plunger. Yeah, exactly. Like at the end of every little section, they have to grab like a giant, yes. like I've seen one where it was like a, um, like a, a wheat, like a hubcap or something, you know, or like whatever. Yeah. It's just like some huge thing they have to carry. Oh, that's great. No, but like that kind of stuff. So you're seeing that kind of yes, stuff and you're so. processing your head. Did I say something wrong? Right. Did I, whatever, you know? And then this Sunday I see a couple people like out of the corner of my eyes, sort of like just moving or like their hands are moving. And then I'm like, what's going on? And then like, fine. So then I'm like facing the other direction. This was, these people are to my left, kind of in the back of the section, mm-hmm. uh, like where the ASL like sign language is happening mm-hmm. kind of the far back of that like wedge of seats. Mm-hmm. They were not people doing sign language. Okay. So just to be clear, cause this was actually, this does have to do with hand motions, okay. <laughs> but they were very far away enough from them that I was not thinking they were people right. doing sign language. Um, and so I, then I look back again and I see it's these three young people that are, <laughs> that while I'm speaking and doing a hand like motion, like some sort of gesture, they are in unison, the three of them 
mimicking my hand gestures. <laughs> so they are doing everything I'm doing. They're just sitting there listening. They're looking at me and listening at least. And they are like, I, I think high school age, like, so, and they're just mimicking. I've like put my hand to the left. They're doing that. Like I did both <laughs> hands together, hand in my pocket. They kind of, boop. they said, oh. and, and it just, I saw him doing it and I just could not do up. Yeah, yeah. I could not stop myself from laughing. And so I just, and I had, I felt like, yeah, because I didn't want people thinking I'm just like thinking I'm laughing at my own comment, which wasn't actually <laughs> funny at the time. Um, but uh, just like had to point it out. And so then after the service was over, I'd kind of like forgotten about sure. it. And, and just, I think you guys listening to the podcast kind of know, like I enjoy yeah. a little banter, a I little joking. Both of us are, yes. our form of endearment is making fun of ourselves. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. And, uh, and so... <laughs> So they like all marched up to me right after the service. And I was kind of like, oh, yeah. And they were like, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. We feel so bad. We didn't mean to like make fun of you or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, girls, like it is totally fine. Like it was like super funny. Like I love like just if you would get to know me a little bit even more, you'd know I love this kind of thing. I think it's fun to kind of like mess with your friends and do that kind of stuff. Like I, I think it's great. Like it just, you got me. Like you just totally did. You just got me and I couldn't, I couldn't. Well, it's such an unexpected source because I thought I was sitting on the other side of the room and when you said so much made me laugh, two people came to my mind immediately and that was Doug Brown yeah, and Ben Harris. Ben Harris. Yeah. And so I just assumed that that's who you were talking about. And that's where they like usually sit yes. kind of over there too. Yes. And it was not them. It was not them. It was these like young, that was so funny, dude. Huh. Cause watching the three of them in unison, all the, like them doing every hand motion I'm making, I was just like dying. <laughs> it was like that game that we play where you're like doing a hand motion and you like the last person to walk in the room has to figure out oh, who's sure. like leading yeah. the hand motions. Yeah, or follow whatever. the leader. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, oh my gosh, it was amazing. But uh, oh, yeah, great. they felt super. And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. And just kind of, and then. Okay, yeah. that's good for me to know because I'll have, I'll be prepared for that. One. I know, dude. <laughs> I feel like I can't wait to see them like in the future and kind of just like see if I could like do something, <laughs> get know? them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> playfully, uh, but I also want to be nice because they seem like they felt like super scared. I don't know if like their parents like saw or something. Yeah. We're gonna like. <laughs> trouble you better go you know can you imagine like though like some like funny stereotypical mom just smacking them and then you right. know like, like you better go say go sorry talk to the pastor yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great i don't know if they're but ironically too you were talking in that know. section about distraction yes right so yes. god used that to make a memorable moment in your life yeah their lives and then life of our church yeah and like trevor barons was telling us that like at his life yeah. group somebody was saying like that actually helped them like remember the point right you know they, they remember the point about distraction because of that whole distraction which is good <laughs> uh, and so anyway um but yeah Couple i do i do agree that like well i do <laughs> agree agree with myself <laughs> sorry that sounds really stupid but like this is how the devil wants to yeah. like get us to not hear the message mm -hmm. is to actually more often deceive i think twist mm -hmm. a little bit of truth a lot of lie kind of mixed together mm -hmm. and then um and then distraction yep like even just in our own lives of like, not just like listening to a sermon, but when we're trying to pray, yeah, when we sure. want to like do something good, let's yeah. say we want to be servant hearted in some way, but then we get busy or mm -hmm. we get whatever. And so I, I mean, I get like sleepy sometimes mm -hmm. during like a sermon or during like, what if I'm trying to like do Bible study or yeah. whatever, I can get sleepy and I try to pray against that even sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like if that's Lord, am I just tired or is this something that's, that's more like from the enemy external attack. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working on something right now. I'll just kind of share it, but mm. I'm working on just this like thought that our culture here in SoCal is poor. And I don't mean financially, although <laughs> that mm -hmm. would qualify many of us, mm -hmm. but we are poor in our time. Uh, we're time impoverished and we're, um, I guess we'd say quiet impoverished, meaning mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. Or we just have no time mm -hmm. or we crowd out. We fill our schedule so full that we just don't have time for contemplation, mm -hmm. uh, for meaningful relationships to go deep because we're constantly running places. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, yeah, just the fact that we can't find quiet in our lives. We have so many distractions. Yeah. And so other cultures, you might go to like Mumbai, India, and their poverty is actually physical poverty. Right. And again, not diminish, diminishing, diminishing that there are people that are struggling here, but 
it feels like our poverty is equally damaging or hard, but just in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. That's the, it's the struggle that we have in a, yeah, whether, like you said, individuals can have experience actual poverty or whatever, mm -hmm. but like we are in a place that is pretty comfortable yeah for the most part yeah um even the struggle can be less than like you know like other places in the world right, right? and obviously so yeah but we we definitely have a big issue when it comes to the sound and noise and distraction yep just yeah it, yeah yeah distraction in general so uh Couple, yeah, a couple more things I was gonna say too. Oh, yeah, I love the cross reference to Hosea ten twelve. Look that up, people. Mm -hmm. Hosea ten twelve and prophet in the Old Testament, book in the Old Testament. So plant good seeds of righteousness, plow up that hard hard ground, and mm -hmm. God will shower you with righteousness. Mm -hmm. That's such a good passage. Yeah, yeah, right there. And then your question was, "Here I am, Lord, plow the soil of my heart." Yes, I just I want that posture in my life. Yeah, me too. Me too. So that's the, the heart of the message, and hopefully that can sink in a little bit more for all of you and even for me. But maybe let's hit a couple mailbags. Let's do it. All right. It is mailbag time. Okay, so here we go. Um, let's see. A good book to read. One for fun and one for spiritual growth. Ooh. Oh, it's going to be hard without thinking about it. I think you should go first. Okay. I'm going to recommend a spiritual growth book that we just read this last week on our pastoral staff retreat, which I got. I just claimed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is a good book. It is called The Way of the Dragon mm -hmm. or The Way of the Lamb. Interesting title, huh? Yeah, by Jamin Goggin and Kyle Strobel. Uh-huh. And uh, this book is actually all about power hmm. and how um, the world's way of power, which the Bible calls the way from below, mm -hmm. is like domination, strength, like crushing the opposition, that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's like power in like you being great or that kind of stuff, right? Whereas the way of the scriptures or the way from above is like embracing our weakness because mm -hmm. when we are weak, we are dependent. Mm -hmm. We rely on the power and strength of God. That's good. And so great book. I think it could be really good for you. It's also good. I think it's not even written in, it's not even written at all about this kind of stuff, but I think it's even good in like the, an election year mm -hmm. to kind of be yeah. thinking about that, you know? Totally. Um, so it's not it's not something you're going to hear from a debate stage. Sure. Let's just say, yeah, <laughs> on either on either party. I want you to elect me because yeah. I'm weak. Here's yeah. my weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my spiritual one. Do you want to go on? Yeah, I'll do. I don't know if this is a fun one. Maybe this shows how fun I am. But um, I just uh, began a book this weekend by Gene Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> yeah, I actually love Calvin and Hobbes. But sorry, by Gene Twenge, it's called Generations. Okay, uh, she's a soci sociologist out of the University of San Diego, mm -hmm. and she writes about the six generations that now exist in our culture, uh, from all the way from um, what's the one above baby boomers, um, the silent generation. Oh yeah, that's like the World War II generation. Yeah, yeah. Down to what they're now. There's kind of certain terms for anyone that's born after 2012. I forget the name that she. I just got like plan. not alpha. Uh, alpha Alpha yeah, is one yeah, of the names okay. of it. Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> I read the book, but you... <laughs> well, no, it was, yeah. but Twain is like one of the experts in just generational differences, generational um, mm. ways to connect the generations, that type of thing. And so I've really gotten a lot out of it. Just kind of sitting down a couple times over the weekend and just perusing through that. So it's not necessarily a fun book, but it's more of like an informational book. Nice. Nice. I'm going to be embarrassed about what I'm reading. Right. Should I say what I'm actually reading right yeah, now when it. it comes to a fun book? Yeah. Oh boy. It's called The Death Gate Cycle. Wow. It's a series. Sounds and very cheery and lighthearted. It, it's well, the Death Gate was not a cheerful area, but in the <laughs> it's the the convergence of several planets. <laughs> uh, there's a guy called the Lord of the Nexus named Zar. <laughs> you guys. So do you see what I have to deal with each day? This is the Sartans versus the. <laughs> anyway, I can't even do it anymore. Oh boy, there's a lot going Hopkins, on. Hopkins, can you write in and just give us some insight? 
I think Hopkins could help translate. This was Ben Hopkins' question. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Ben. Oh, boy. Um, And then a book that I'm reading right now for spiritual growth, too, is a book called Bless by uh, Dave and John Ferguson. They're brothers out of Chicago. Uh And the idea is how do you bless your neighbors, your coworkers, people around you? Nice. Do you feel blessed by me? I do. Thank you. (laughs) You don't need to read the book. No, it's because of the book. Oh, because of the book. Yeah. And actually chapter three, which we went through as a small group this last week, was about listening. As a small group? Uh-huh. Oh, that's what that's what you're reading in your like, uh-huh. in your life group? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I don't feel like you need to read that book. I think you're fine. Uh, I think we all could grow no, in our you're, blessings. You're good at that. <laughs> you should just read something else. They should have the discussion. You're like, guys, Eric said I should read something else. <laughs> I've graduated. Yeah. <laughs> I've graduated from this book. No longer need it. Okay, just a couple more. We don't want to take too much more Uh time, Uh but how about this from Shannon Reese? Okay. What was your worst date ever and why? Wait, what? Yeah. Is that too hard? I don't know. That goes way back. I mean, been married for 21 years. Well, I have one. No, no, it doesn't have to be with your wife. My, my worst. No, no, no. I'm saying like, I, I have yeah, to go it's way been back. a long time since yeah. you've been in the dating scene. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while since I've been in the dating scene myself, but I think of my worst date ever as when I took this girl to medieval times <laughs> and it was so stupid that I took a girl to medieval times, but I thought it'd be fun. And I thought it was a way to impress her. And then basically after the date, she was just like, well, see you later. <laughs> and she married one of your best friends. <laughs> Oh, one of my best friends. Yeah, one of your best friends. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. I just actually saw his name on a website. You too. know what? I think that worked out well for the both of you. I'm not, I think I know it worked out well, well for, for sure. It worked out great. But uh, uh, that was funny. That was like the, gen- like, should I just say like what the name I used to call her? Yes. So we would call her Visa Lisa because <laughs> I was trying to impress this girl and I was, she was like super like, just like a hard nut to crack, you know, like yes. it was hard to like get through. I didn't, I just yes. didn't understand. She'd like, give me a little yes. and then pull back and give me a little uh-huh. and pull back. And uh-huh. I just couldn't tell if I was like, does this girl like me or not? So you're you know? spending a lot of money. And I just kept spending money and I didn't have any money. And so that was like using my visa card, my like college student <laughs> visa card that I shouldn't have still used. Paying off. So I'm still paying off. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's, that's pretty bad. All right. So I'm going to cheat this question a little bit and I'm not going to like, talk about actual date but i'm gonna talk about an awkward moment i had with marie when we were first dating Ooh, nice okay. so i guess sort of in the same genre yeah. but uh i at a starbucks on jeffrey i think it's irvine boulevard and jeffrey if i remember correctly there was a star there's still a starbucks there okay and i you sat down it, with name marie. an intersection sorry yeah, yeah. probably a starbucks there. yeah <laughs> sure all right go ahead. uh dude they're building new starbucks down the street from calvary I know, so it was like another crazy. yeah so uh <laughs> so we're at the starbucks marie and i were starting to get more serious and I go, Marie, I want you to be my girlfriend. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> so we get up. I mean, that's the gist of like an hour conversation. Yeah. We get up from the table. We walk outside. And I go, Marie, can I hold your hand? She's like, all right. <laughs> and so I hold her hand for the first time in our entire lives. I wish our kids could have like. Yes. I wish they could like go back and watch that moment. I hold her hand. But what I wasn't thinking was the door of the Starbucks and my car were about three steps. Oh yeah. So I held her hand. Wait, interlocking or uh, fingers? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> three steps to the car, and then I was like, "Well, Dane, I just wasted that opportunity." <laughs> Maybe it was like a little preview. Like, hey, this is like, this is so, the good life you're gonna have, lady. <laughs> so Marie was still living at home that time. She was uh, just graduated from Long Beach State, uh-huh. and so she came home and she told her mom. She's like. I think I'm dating Matt Doan. And she started crying because she was still going through some stuff in her life. (laughs) Okay. I got home to my roommates and I was like, I'm dating Marie. And they're like, right on. So it was like completely different, completely different responses to that three-step handhold and DTR. But then obviously 21 years later, we worked it out. Good job. All right. One more question. Okay. Uh, Who does Matt want to win the World Series? Oh, just me. (laughs) They're not asking you. They know I don't care. <laughs> I can't even name the team. So is Philly still in it? Yes. So this is this um, this question. This answer is going to be dated very quickly because by the time this gets published, we're already going to know. But tonight are two insane games. It's Game Six: Phillies versus the Diamondbacks, and oh, yeah. Game Seven: Rangers versus the Astros. Oh, so it's like they've both been epic. We've had a fight. The okay. Astros Rangers game had a big old fight. 
and a pitcher got suspended for two games, and it's been exciting. Was that? Wow, man, I am oblivious to baseball. Well, you know what? You were at a suite. I was at a suite, yeah. yeah. So wait, is that tonight, that game yes. seven? Yes. Oh, man. Could, I can, can I vote first and then you go? Yeah. Anyone, wait, they didn't ask you. Anyone but the Astros. <laughs> yeah, I think that's okay. how the entire nation outside of Houston feels. Okay, okay, okay. You go now. No, I mean, yeah, I'd say Texas, and I was like the underdog, so I had like the Arizona Diamondbacks to win. And my old boss uh, is the vice president of the Diamondbacks. Speaking oh, of from, the, from your Dodgers days? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you don't know, Matt Doan used to work for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He was the head of marketing <laughs> internships. It's actually the opposite. <laughs> yeah. As an intern for the traveling secretary. <laughs> still awesome. You can still say. It's like how I can say I was on Sports Center doing sports. Yes, that is true. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, you worked in Major League Baseball. Um, okay, so you said Diamondbacks, right? That's yes. your ultimate pick? Okay, yep. But job. I guess we'll know after today. It's probably going to be. Dang, here. that's amazing. Good job. Okay, I think that's enough for now. So thank you, Matty Doan. Any final words for, for our peoples? Just listeners, we love you. Love doing this journey with you every week. It's been fun. Like the night coming up just around the corner bring your candy we need ton of candy we really do and cupcakes like literal ton of candy as well as cakes and cupcakes and then come join us yeah come hang out with us if somebody wants to be an area leader with me i'm trying to recruit one or two area leaders <laughs> is that from the planet of mordon or whatever it is <laughs> yeah exactly we can uh, if you're into like talking about sci-fi fantasy books we can we can discuss them while roaming around light the night you with can a, have code names with an orange vest on <laughs> <laughs> yes. um but yeah so it's gonna be awesome so thank you matt doan and thank you for listening to the calvary life podcast Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.